So thank you everybody for joining us. Um, welcome to the first webinar that we've hosted so far. Um, this week we are hosting the webinar with engineering consultancy giant Atkins. So thank you very much Atkins for being here with us. Um, this is a, the first in a series of webinars that we're running, so we're all, we're all a little bit nervous, so be gentle with us, um, which we are running with a key employer. Um, the webinars are designed to give you lots of hints and tips um, for when you are applying for jobs and also to give you a real, real good insight into what it's like to work for Atkins, and I hope you enjoy. Um, firstly, what I'd like to do is introduce you to the panel. Um, so, starting with myself, um, my name's Carla. Uh, I've worked at Gradcracker for nearly 10 years now. Um, I I'm a director here, and my main job is to look after the hundreds of the employers um, who advertise with us, including Atkins. So, I've got a really, really good relationship with Atkins, worked with you for around <laughs> about 10 years as well. Um, so, yeah, really excited to be here today and to be joined by the Atkins crew as well. Um, Jess, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. So hi everyone. Some of you will probably recognise me on campus speaking to you all at careers fairs and doing presentations. Um, but yeah, my name's Jessica. Um, big part of my role is to speak to your students, speak to everyone and make you all aware of Gradcracker and the amazing employers that advertise with us. Um, so it's amazing how many people have joined us today. So hello to everyone. I know we've got people from across the world that are joining us. It's all very exciting. Um, so yeah, thank you very much. And um, yeah, hope we're gonna have a fantastic day. We definitely are. Neve, you want to take over my love? Just introduce yourself, what you do. What's your name, where do you come from? <laughs> Hi everybody, uh, I'm Neve Fitzgerald and I work on the Atkins Early Careers Graduate Recruitment Team. Uh, I'm originally from Ireland, but I'm based in Birmingham, um, which means I have a, great view of lots of Atkins projects nearby. Um, I have experience also working with the commercial agency and internal recruitment. So there's not a form of recruitment I haven't come across, but I really, really enjoy my work on the graduate side of things. Um, I really enjoy uh, that early career stage of somebody's uh, life. Mm -hmm. And it's so rewarding getting people into work and helping them, you know, achieve their dreams. Yeah, and Atkins is definitely employer to, to help do that as well, aren't they? So that's, that's really positive. So um, now we'll go on to the grads. Now, Susie, you're first on my screen, so shall, shall you lead? If you just want to introduce yourself, um, which uni you went to, you know, what you studied and what you do now at Atkins. Brilliant. Thanks, Carla. Um, so hi, everyone. I'm Susie. Um, I'm also based in Birmingham um, and I'm a geotechnical engineer based in the ground engineering uh, practice within it, within infrastructure at Atkins. Um, so I did my undergraduate degree at Southampton um, and then I, I worked for a couple of years before going to Imperial to do an MSc um, and then I joined Atkins on the graduate scheme uh, three years ago um, and I'm currently actually on secondment to um, EDF Energy working on Hinkley Point C which is really exciting. Fantastic. I think we'll touch on that a little bit later as well about the different projects that you've been working on because um, I'm sure all our listeners will be you know, really keen to, to know about that. Um, so it, it, it was Racina but I think she's left us for the moment. So Louis, do you want to introduce yourself? Yes, thank you Carla. So hi everyone, I'm Louis Moore. Um, I am a, well I will have just finished the graduate scheme. Um, I'm a safety engineer based in the infrastructure risk and safety team in transportation of Atkins. Um, I'm based in London and I joined Atkins a little over two and a half years ago. 
Um, I did my undergraduate degree in London City University and my degree was in biomedical engineering um, and yeah that's that's all me. Thank you very much. Sina you're back my love so do you want to introduce yourself? Sorry, as I was working at home, the door rang. <laughs> I'm back. Hi, I'm Rosina. Um, I work in Sheffield when it's not a pandemic. The <laughs> I work in the nuclear and power sector of Atkins as an assistant mechanical engineer, and I, I've loved every minute of it, really. Um, I came from University of Warwick, where I read mechanical engineering, surprisingly enough. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Thank you very much. And Tavani, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi everyone, uh, I'm Thavani. I am based in London um, in transportation and I'm an assistant engineer. I did my, what did I study? I studied at Cardiff University. Uh, <laughs> I did a placement in Atkins in Birmingham and then I went back to Cardiff to do my master's and yeah, now I'm in London. Fantastic, brilliant. Um, so the, so the, the kind of the theme of the webinar is we're thinking about splitting it into two halves um, the first focusing on, on NEVE really and the recruitment side of things and then the second part of it to um, speak to the grads and the experiences that they've had so far. Um, what we're hoping to do is, um, and me, myself and Jessica, ask all the questions that you would ever want to ask. Um, so it's kind of different projects that they've been working on, um, what it's like to work for Atkins, the culture and everything like that. So that's kind of the gem general theme um, for the whole webinar. Um, last year, um, myself and Jess went and did an insight day with Atkins, which was absolutely brilliant. Um, Neve was the star of the show, so that was a really fun day, wasn't it, Neve? We got very wet, actually. It was in London, soaked. Um, but if you haven't already um, looked at the Insight Day, that's available in the Career Centre. Definitely worth a watch and a listen. Loads of hints and tips on there as well. Um, so, Neve, if I may start with you. I know I said at the beginning of the, the whole presentation, I've worked with Atkins for, for a number of years now. Um, but who, how would you describe Atkins? Who is Atkins to you? Sure. So I've been with Atkins just over two years. And um, originally, when I heard of Atkins, I thought, oh, what's that about? Um, but we're one of the world's most respected design, engineering and project management consultancies. And we're a member of SNC-Lavalin Group. Um, Atkins has a really strong tradition in the UK. And now being a member of SNC-Lavalin Group, we now have that worldwide footprint. So it's really, really exciting. Um, our business covers a variety of areas. So for example, uh, some of the grads on the call have mentioned that they work for transportation. Uh, we also have infrastructure, nuclear and power, uh, ADS&T, very long acronym. I'm lucky I got that right in one go. <laughs> um, and, um, you know, resources. So it's really, really exciting business to work with because our scope is so broad and because, again, of that kind of worldwide footprint. Um, so that's Atkins, but it's not like every day when you're in the office, you're you know, looking out, look at Atkins, look at my kingdom, look at what we do. Because, you know, every day that you're working, you know, the projects are fantastic and you see examples of them wherever you go, whether it's big or small, you might be on a motorway, you might be going through a train station. But, you know, one of the biggest things about Atkins is that day-to-day -day culture, the people that you work with. Mm -hmm. And um, I think as impressive as we are for what we do, it's how we do it that's yeah. really impressive that sense of community and the culture that we foster 
Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, from, from both my and, and Jess's point of view as well, we've been to Atkins in London and we've also been to Atkins in Birmingham. And whichever kind of Atkins place that we go to, there's, I know, you, I know you're a worldwide company, a leading consultancy, but it's such a friendly, close-knit kind of community. And I mean, the buildings that, that you're based in are absolutely extraordinary as well, but you, you, you never feel overwhelmed by it. And I think you know, some of our listeners who want to work for a big company and be involved in the massive projects like you are, they might be a little bit intimidated by, oh, well, it might be too many people who work there and things like that. But from from my point of view, you know, just being just being a visitor visiting Atkins, and um, that didn't it didn't come across like that. It was such a nice family and um, friendly, you know, culture there. So that it's you know it's, it's a really good place to work, isn't it? Yeah, I mean that's that's one of the things. Even I suppose, you know, when you read up about a company like Atkins, and I remember my interview. It was just over two years ago. And I remember feeling intimidated and um, I thought, oh God, they've done some massive projects and oh, that looks impressive. And do I even know the lingo about engineering? <laughs> but um, again, I think people are really surprised when they come to our assessment centers or when they interact with us, how not stressy it is. Yeah. You know, we get the work done. We work on really exciting projects. There's sometimes, you know, a lot going on, but because it's always and our culture um, I think it just makes it such an enjoyable place to work and there's no need to feel intimidated because of that. No I completely agree so you mentioned about the culture there Neve. what what do you think makes Atkins different you know to the other engineering consultancies out there what, what are your key differences do you think? Yeah that's an interesting question and I think I think yeah definitely the culture thing really stands out for me um, I've worked in recruitment. I've worked with lots of businesses as a supplier, as a customer. I've kind of seen business from a lot of different angles. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I've worked for companies for a long time. I couldn't even begin to tell you what their core value is. Yeah. I not a clue. And I worked there. Um, and I think that's a real crying shame because the thing I really, really enjoy about Atkins is that we live our values every day in what we do and how we interact our values are at the forefront mm -hmm. so um you know safety integrity collaboration innovation they're at the forefront of everything we do and you know we we mean what we say you know when we bring those into play with how we interact with people or just with the environment so that's always really impressive yeah. um i suppose i think also, another thing that I really enjoy, um, you know, early careers for some people, it could be their very first job. You might have, you know, never had work before. You might have never been in an office before. And I think the care and support that goes into supporting that graduate community is outstanding. And there's so many different avenues and ways that we can support people. So, you know, if if you'd like to do things face to face, if you like to do it via text, if you like to do it writing an email, there is a way for you to feel connected and, you know, to feel supported in all that you do with us. Yeah. Yeah, I think you know, that was going to be one of my questions. And I think um, the, the, the listeners, our audience here would want to know, 
it's a, it's a, it is a big transition going from either being a student yes. to you know going on to a placement or being um, a graduate leaving university and going into you know the big wide world it could be their the, their first job and um, so what what kind of support do you give the students is there kind of um, a mentoring scheme there you know how how do you make the students feel at ease and at home when they join Atkins yeah I mean we have to remember um you know there's quite a journey that leads up to that first day yeah. and um it's really important that we recognize all those steps and on the way because you just don't wake up click your fingers and oh i've landed in my first job <laughs> so um we have a number of things in place so for example you know there will be our website and that will have all the details and the nitty-gritty and the job descriptions and that we also have a fantastic a platform called Connector and this can be used at different stages of your process with us so it could be before you've even made your application it could be during your application it could be when you've got that good news you've got the job and it could be when you're waiting oh I'm supposed to start working two weeks time so you can link into that um, Connector is fantastic it kind of can give you that local flavor or the real specific details that you need about the specialism that you're going to so you can ask our current graduates or current apprentices about um, their journey at Atkins the projects they're working on so it's really really informative and it can be used um, you know somewhat socially tell me about this particular office this culture what I'll be doing it can be quite technical I have this degree do you think you know, I would suit this particular role um, so it can be used for a number of things um, of course then on your job you'll always have your recruiter a nice photo i hope uh, and um you know all your recruiters will be on linkedin uh, by all means drop us a line you know there's also a place on that website you know where you can get in touch with us um as we move along then um getting closer to you know you've gone through the process you're now at the stage where maybe you've been offered a role and um, of course you'll have your dedicated line manager and we also have a buddy scheme um, and the buddy scheme is really good it's um, somebody who's familiar with the graduate scheme they might still be on the graduate scheme and they'll be either on your team or working very closely with your team and they're the kind of person you can reach out to for kind of the more informal questions it might be oh you know starting at the London office where will I park my bike or you know lock up my yeah. bike and um, what's the best place to get a coffee and this buddy person you know you can ask them the technical questions as well but it could be that you arrange to meet for lunch on your first week that you start and there's somebody that you can really lean upon at the start of your journey uh, to help you settle in and a lot of them will have gone through the same process so they know what you're feeling yeah. We also um, offer, of course, uh, mentoring, um, there's, but we also offer reverse mentoring. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, with a company like Atkins, we have so many fantastic people that have worked for us um, on major projects and you can look to them, you know, for guidance, but also new graduates coming in have a life experience and an exposure that you know maybe somebody who's worked for us for 20 years doesn't have yeah. so we're looking to the incoming students you are the next generation you have some really valid experiences that you can actually help mentor um, you know people that are long established with Atkins and um, you know so that's really good it is like an exchange of ideas it's not like you're just looking up towards somebody yeah. you know they're also looking to you 
Um, and then, of course, you know, with many of our roles, there's a route to chartership. Yeah. So um, that's a whole other area of support and, you know, and setting you up with your tutors and, you know, finding out what that route for chartership is for you, depending obviously on, you know, your specialty or, you know, the particular area that you've gone into. Um, and then we have we have a really good graduate community um, mm -hmm. and there's also a graduate induction. So the grad community you know they're going to they might be based in a different office from you but they're going through the exact same thing as you yeah. uh, you're all starting around the same time um, and then when you actually get into Atkins itself you know obviously we have our, our all our internal channels so we have um, a great place called Yammer um, and you know that will have lots of different groups whether you want to go into a group that's quite technical or they also have like some fun groups there as well so you can share photos of your dog and that kind of thing and photography and pun of the day and you know there's lots of fun stuff like that but um, going back to one of our core values is safety and you know safety relates to not only physical safety but how we interact with each other and how we support each other yeah. so um, most of our major offices also have mental health first aiders mm -hmm. um, so you know there's there's so many different channels you can take if you needed to reach out to somebody or you wanted to you know talk to anybody so it's it's really good and there's something for everybody yeah brilliant i think as well i know my next question Eve, was going to going to go on to um, hints and tips but i am conscious of time and i do really want to speak to the grass as well but you know something that you've just said there that kind of struck a chord with me is that you can research atkins and obviously you should research atkins um when you are applying for jobs and um, obviously the grad cracker hub you know the insight that we did last year these are just fantastic places where there's, there's so much information so it's not um just loads and loads of writing you know the our views would be police and other things like the, this is going to be on their podcast video and we do have an employee profile page as well so you can actually get to speak actually get to sorry read what the, the grads have previous grads have done and everything else so again the hub is a really good place for you to go to um, and get all this information and kind of um, following on from that it's, it isn't just um, and to kind of back up Neve's point it isn't just when you're going through the application process you know the, the week before you start or the day before you start it would be good to get back on the hub as well and kind of look at what the culture's like and it'll give you something to talk about on your first day as well and um, so don't just think of grad cracker the hubs and everything else and you know the career center as a, a place to go to when you are applying it should be like a couple of days before as well so you can really get to know the company their core values and everything else um, so our audience doesn't know this, but we kind of got an agenda for, the, for this meeting, but I'm going to skip a couple of points ahead because I know you'll all be dying to hear from the grads. Um, so what we are going to do now is, I mentioned at the beginning, you know, myself and Jess have kind of knocked our heads together and thought, right, what would you, our listeners, really, really like to know? Um, so now what we're going to do is, is speak to the grads in a little bit more detail and um, get to know them a little bit more and ask them the questions. And, and Neve, if we do have time at the end, I'm definitely going to come back to you, my lovely hints and tips. So just bear with me. <laughs> um, so Jess, do you want to take over? Yeah, this? So, um, my first question is for uh, Tivani. So what I want to know from you, Tivani, is if you could tell me about Atkins in your own words and a bit about, of your, a bit about your experiences so far. Yeah, sure. Um, so Atkins is brilliant. Like it's so great. Obviously, it's got an amazing reputation. 
and it's when you join you quite you realize why um the standard of everything that's produced is so amazingly high and when stuff is produced so high it makes you want to work to that standard it makes you want to learn more and you do learn loads um Atkins has got a really unique culture um and it's such a great learning environment and like you're never afraid to ask questions like even if it seems really really silly you can just like roll your chair over to someone next to you and just like nudge them a bit um yeah and it's a really like nice environment like Neve said it's just a really nice environment to work from like everyone's so friendly everyone's so willing to help um and yeah it's just really nice <laughs> No, that's a lovely thing to say about that because I think like, the transition and like we just said before, it can be really nerve-wracking. So it's really nice to hear how relaxed you you know are about you know uh, in your in the program and how you feel about it. Do you know, I'm saying it a bit early because you know I have spoke to you all before this webinar, but you all seem so proud to work at Atkins. Mm -hmm. When you talk about all your faces light up and you're all like, yes, this is what I do. It's great to see that. Um, so this is a question to, to you all. Um, what was the kind of original reason why you chose to apply to Atkins? Um, you know, there's lots of other companies out there. Um, and I'm sure when you're going through a grad cracker, you know, you can see and you can see hundreds of opportunities and well, thousands of opportunities on grad cracker. So what kind of made you decide Atkins is the one for me? And that goes to anyone who wants to answer it first. I'll start then. Um, hi. So the I went round applying to Atkins in a bit of a roundabout way in the sense that I started and did a year placement first in between my third and fourth year at university. And not many companies seem to offer these, or more companies I suppose now are offering these year placements. Um, but at the time there was actually quite few and far between. And I also had previous experience shadowing a different consultancy company and I really enjoyed the problem-solving aspects of that company's culture and just basically how consultancies go around doing work so I sort of found year placement plus consultancy smushed that together and out pops Atkins and smushed it was smushed <laughs> it's a very technical term smushed um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, and that's how I kind of wound up here, and I haven't really left. So I went back to do my final year, and then I came back as a grad, and still here, nearly four years later. So since you've touched on work experience, um, you know, we say all the time, you know, when I'm out and about on campus speaking to the students, um, you know, saying how important work experience is. And I think, you know, it looks, one, it looks great in your CV, but two, it, I think it, it's such a good experience for you to gain, for you to realise, you know, where can I see myself working at the end of my degree? You know, is this actually the industry, um, you know, I want to kind of forge a career in? So obviously that experience for you was a real positive one and kind of definitely nailed in the fact that that's what you wanted to do. So obviously, could you take me, tell me a bit about your, your kind of the work experience, how you found that and... What was it? What was it like when you started? Yes, the I did a year placement in Bristol, and I went from Warwick to Bristol, and I basically lived there for a year. And that was a bit of a a culture shock because you sort of sit in that little university bubble, and then suddenly you're there getting up at sort of seven to get to the office wearing a suit and public transport and all this jazz and you're paying you know council tax income tax and you're there going oh I feel like such an adult um so yeah I think that was more of a culture shock but actually going into the office it felt like a very familial place and this is something that struck me when I actually got interviewed for my year placement um it was just such a friendly 
uh, quite a flat hierarchy as well for a company. There's some very sort of big, you know, tall companies, and this one's actually quite flat. There's not many levels, levels between me and effectively the director, which was actually, I ended up coming good friends with him over, yeah. you know, the course of the year. And that was, and stuck, stuck as good friends as well. Um, what did I get up to? Uh, I ended up co-writing a paper that got published, which was quite exciting. Um, and that was off the back of learning how to do finite element analysis properly. Um, sort of did a bit of it at uni, but that really came and got developed over the course of half a year researching bits wrote a paper with that and it got presented at a conference which was absolutely mind-blowing <laughs> so my name was up there really big um, and then on top of that learning how everyone likes their tea when it was my turn to go do the tea and yeah writing a formal report is actually quite different from when you do at school or uni um, so you you write a lot of reports at a consultancy to kind of go this is how we did it and this is what we found kind of you know telling a client and just learning how to write in that formal style as well those key things that I learned and then of course actually what I've learned at uni and how that gets used in industry very useful because at the end of the day you're not going when is this actually useful because you go back to uni and go yeah I can see where this is used now very useful a lot of students say that you know I've spoken to them saying they're in the final year and they've, they've done a year in industry or summer placement they just say something kind of clicks in the brain and think ah this makes sense now you know when you go back and it all you know just all feels and you a lot of the um Chris you know staff that I speak to as well they say and the lecturers say you can tell the person who's done uh, you know a year in industry or a summer placement because they've got a different focus now they understand what it actually means and why they're doing it um so your final year would did you feel a bit like that did you feel as though it all kind of flipped into place and you felt a lot more focused and driven would you say I would like to think I kept my getting up early kind of habits but I'm definitely not a morning person right. um so I kind of shifted around again back into like getting to bed at 11 um but the the sort of working at consistent hours and managing my time was uh, definitely an improvement when I went back to uni and you gravitate towards like the lecturers notice it but you will gravitate yourself towards people that also did year placements summer placements because you just kind of a bit more clicked in with how just why you're there um but yeah it, it helped a lot actually in my final year because I had to choose a load of final year modules and in fairness there were modules out there asking I'm not going to use that I won't even look at it mm -hmm. I ended up doing ones that I actually either would enjoy or actually were useful and that set me up very well for a graduate life effectively. Really? Next thing I want to have, can I just back back that point up a little bit? Do you know, from we just um, just a little note really. So when we mentioned at the beginning um, of the webinar when we did introductions, so Jess is kind of the you know the university side of things, speaking to the students. And I mentioned that I was on the employer side of things, and again just to kind of back Jess's point up there. All, the vast majority of our employers are wanting somebody to, who has done a placement, whether it's a six-month summer placement or a year-long placement. They really do emphasise the, the 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 power behind you know completing that placement. So definitely make sure um, Atkins runs placements. You know, so make sure you follow them, get prepared for next year. Um, but definitely, definitely, definitely do a placement. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Please one in there. Um, next, uh, Susie, I'm going to focus on you, if, if you don't mind. Just, I want to kind of go back slightly and kind of just talk a bit about the kind of application process with Atkins. Again, when I'm speaking to students and, um, you know, some of these students are going to start thinking about applying in, you know, in the next couple of months. If you could just talk to me a bit about the, the process that you went through, um, how you felt, and was it as scary as you imagined it to be? <laughs> 
Sure. Um, do you want me to focus on the full process or just the like assessment day? Interview? Yeah, on assessment day, that'd be great. Yeah, sure. So for me, it was a, um, I was invited to come to an assessment day in Birmingham. Um, and this was with sort of prospective graduates who were coming into like my department. Um, so yeah, the day was really good. It was actually, it was really friendly. Everyone, it was really enjoyed it, to be honest. Um, the format of the day, it was a, I think it was a group exercise with everyone, um, which was non-technical. Um, and then there was a technical assessment and then an interview with one of the managers from the department. Sorry, um, and one carry on. The, the technical then, talk to me a little bit more about that technical test. What, what did that actually entail? What, what did you have to do? Um, so it might, it might have changed slightly, but for me, it was actually a little bit like a, a, an exam paper. I don't want that to put anyone off. Um, right but um yeah it was a sort of series of questions um and you had sort of a certain amount of time to look at that yeah. and then um i think what happened then is the person who was interviewing you sort of went through it with you so then you had a chance to sort of explain why you'd said something yeah. or if you hadn't have been able to put anything down or you'd struggled with something that actually went through it with you so that was really nice actually because it wasn't just a wrong or, yeah Right, it was actually explaining the logic behind it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was, that was really interesting. Um, and another thing I really liked about the day is we actually had sort of, at, over lunchtime, we had the opportunity to meet sort of, um, sort of current graduates and people mm. in the department. So that, that was really nice, to be honest, to get, get a bit more of insight to what Atkins is about um, and sort of current projects that are going on. Mm -hmm. Brilliant. So then after you, you'd kind of done that, was it, a, was it a whole day assessment, do you say? And then how quick did you hear after the assessment if you'd got the job? Uh, well, I think I heard the next day. So that was, that was really great. And that was actually one of the things that sort of led me to choose Atkins is how great the application process was, to be honest. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, they just got back to me really quickly. Um, and I felt like they were very sort of open and honest about what it was that they were looking for and very transparent. Yeah. Whereas it, with a few other sort of um, people I applied to and it wasn't quite the same. It sort of felt like there's lots of different things that were going on in the background. You didn't really know, know what it was. So, yeah. So it was personal experience, Susie, you know, you mentioned going through it in a, and, and actually speaking to somebody about your exam papers and things like that. So it's, it's, you know, it's, you counted out you valued even at that stage in your in your career yeah yeah definitely definitely felt like a person so that was really nice yeah brilliant great um so louis going to you if, you if you don't mind kind of telling me a bit obviously you went through a similar process of guessing as well and um, what kind of hints and tips would you give to someone who's thinking about applying and gonna go through the process what kind of hints and tips would you give to them so once I once I joined Atkins, um, I did sort of kind of seek a little bit of feedback as to what they were looking for and how 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 did I do essentially, and what they liked most was the kind of research aspect that I did. So one of the one of the reasons why I decided to apply for Atkins in the first place was um, I sort of went through a bottom up approach. I wanted I looked at sort of the biggest projects and the most interesting projects in the UK, like Crossrail or HS2. And I found that Atkins was consistently sort of heading up a lot of these ventures. Yeah. So I was like, so that obviously interested me at first. And then in my application process, I decided to bring up how, 
how I how I saw Atkins' role in this and how I wanted to be a part of it, um, and how it seemed like such a challenging and and uh, interesting role to really go through. So they liked the fact that I was quite specific, and I'd obviously done a bit of research as to why why I wanted to choose Atkins and and how I could best fit the role. So I thought that was they thought that was good, and I'd highly recommend anyone else taking the same approach. Um, Honestly, so glad you said that because again, when we're out and about, when I'm speaking to students, I say to them all the time, research is key. Honestly, I think I've even got a quote from you saying that you're in the career center saying research is key. And it so is because on so many levels, it, you know, you then understand, right, is this role, is this company right for me? Two, it gives you such a good platform to show off and say, I want to work from you. I know all this and all that. I know what you're doing. It just ticks boxes on every single side. So I'm so glad you mentioned that because it's something that we stress all the time. Yeah. As, as Susie mentioned before, you, when you have your interview, which um, your technical interview afterwards, I was able to continue a conversation with the, the, my manager who interviewed me about the projects and all that. So I think, yeah, it was kind of good to make a connection with the others, other people at the assessment centre. Mm-hmm. Um, and I suppose one that is probably championed by, by Grad Cracker hints and tips as well is um, kind of make, uh, push for feedback because yeah. um, like I, as, as probably many students have, you apply, have applied for different roles and different jobs. And when you get to an interview stage and you find that you don't get it, then you, some people just sort of hang their heads down and go on to the next one. But getting some actual feedback, constructive feedback from, from um, those you apply for is, is absolutely essential because some of them told me about, oh, it, we, we've, had, we've had people who have researched, quite clearly researched in the past and that's worked in their favor. So next time you go to an interview, try and demonstrate that you've done that research a bit more. So that was, that was useful feedback for me and that allowed me to, to eventually get the job back. And so I highly recommend that approach, get feedback, be a little bit, um, show, show, show some resolve and yeah, it's not nice to hear some sometimes constructive feedback, but I highly recommend it. It's, it's worth it in the long run. Because even getting feedback, you think, you know, like you said, you might not like it. You might think, right, how do I take this? But how can mm. I use it to actually make myself a better person and take it constructively and not be too sensitive and think, oh, that, that was really bad. So that's a good mm. point as well that, you know, I think asking for feedback at every level, no matter what you're doing, um, I think as well is, is a really good thing to do to kind of self-assess and think, what can I learn from this? Good point. Yeah. Susan, you had some key points as well that you wanted to touch upon as well in terms of the application process, did you? Is that me, Jessica? Yeah, yeah great. <laughs> I heard an S and something else. Um, yeah, so definitely um, following on from what Louis said, yeah, just be curious, research, have an interest in what we're doing. If you can go to a professional society event that Atkins is presenting at, um, and then you'll probably get an opportunity to meet some people as well, which is really useful. Um, be yourself in the application as well, and on the day. Um, one of the great things about Atkins is that we welcome people from a range of backgrounds, and we want people to bring their whole selves to work. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let your personality shine for everything. That's really important. Um, and then my last tip would be you know, really sort of read the application, look, what, what is it that Atkins are looking for? So we talked about the values. How can you demonstrate, you know, how does some of your experience tie up with our values? And think outside the box for that. Um, so, you know, ideally you would have done some sort of work experience, but 
might not have. Um, one thing that really helped me um, after my undergraduate was I'd worked in a bar all the way through university. Okay. Lots of transferable experience from that, it turns out. So. Yeah, I think that's a really good point as well. I think, you know, a lot of, um, you know, any kind of experience you can get, you know, working is, is, is a, a great way to show off those, those softer skills, transferable skills, the fact that you can get up early, you can get to work, you're committed, uh, you know, communication skills, play up being part of a team. Again, it ticks all the boxes, so definitely show off um, those kind of part-time jobs that you might have or don't, you know, not mention them or anything because, you know, as a recruiter, I know you, Neve, you'd, you'd definitely like to hear bits like that, wouldn't you, from them? Sorry, I think I was on mute. Yeah, there's there's so many different elements that make up a person's motivations to work and, you know, uh, makes them who they are. Um, you know, your points about placements are valid. You know, they're a great thing to have. Not everybody is lucky enough that they can afford to do a placement or that they have that opportunity to take time out to do one. But you will definitely have something that you've done that will tell us more about your attitude to work and what drives you. Um, so we do ask people look towards, you know, work experience, whether that's paid or unpaid, part time jobs. Maybe you've got a family caring commitment. Maybe you have a hobby. Maybe, you know, you're into the arts or sporting achievements. There's got to be something that will, you know, show us more about you. So, you know, we're happy to hear about that in the application and it, it really makes it personal and it makes you a well-rounded person when we hear stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. I think as well, I'm just conscious, Susie, and um, Louis, when you mentioned about your application process and how you found things like that, obviously, um, I'm coming to you, Neve, now, but the world at the moment, you know, there's, a, there's an awful lot of uncertainty. Um, so what Neve would normally cover um, as part of, of the webinar would be the application process, you know, how things are going to look um, for applications in 2020 for 2021 starts. Um, Neve and I had a quick chat this morning about where Atkins is at the moment. And, and you've got a couple of bits that you wanted to mention there, Neve. Yeah, sorry, just making sure I'm off mute again. Um, so yeah, the the process, uh, we know that our graduate scheme will open in October. Um, we're still looking towards opening our graduate scheme for that 2021 intake. So there's really positive news there. Um, as you can imagine, strangest year I've had yet. Yeah. I think the strangest year we've all had yet. But um you know, we need to make sure as we move forward with this year that, again, we're living up to our values. Um, safety is paramount. This is an ever-changing situation. And we want to make sure no matter which way we bring this graduate scheme forward, whether it's at the application process, at an interview process or onboarding, that we have done everything in our power to make it the best experience for you, to make it a safe experience and that it will have... Um, you know, at the heart of it, good intentions for everybody's well-being. Mm -hmm. um, so we can't dive in today into too much detail about that application process. Um, you know, it's summertime and that means we're all squirreling away in the background, getting everything up and ready. So that will be ready in a few weeks. Uh, we're just crossing off some T's, dotting some I's. So um, I am happy to come back to this at another time and to give you more detailed information about the process. But I think the main thing to make clear to everybody is that Atkins do have 
graduate intake 2021 and in order to do that we need people to apply yeah definitely and I think what the plan would be as well and um, just to our audience we're going to um, obviously put the start date on the Atkins hub so you can start following them um, now and then um, once it's, we, we are certain about how um, the application process is going to run we put that on the hub as well and um, so you can really prepare yourself and get ready for for you know applying for the opportunities so yeah so thanks Neve for, for putting that in there and um, Jess more questions yeah, just one second the follow feature so just to anyone that doesn't know how the follow feature works if you follow atkins um, on gradcracker what will gradcracker do is we'll, we will uh, alert you about any new opportunities that they have so as soon as they go live on gradcracker you can get an email or a push notification via the app uh, to say atkins open get your applications in um, so if you if you do follow that's what will happen um, so yeah, next question is for Tavani again. I just want to ask you about your kind of five-year plan. Um, where do you see yourself in five years and what can you imagine that looking like? Uh, okay. uh, so in five years, I definitely want to be chartered. Um, if I'm not, then I'll be worrying a little bit. Um, hopefully with the ICE. Um, I want to be working in one of Atkins foreign offices um maybe managing some site work or hopefully doing something where i've done the design i've managed the design and then i've kind of followed it from start to finish and then i'm going out on site and kind of watching it be built yeah that's, that's the dream wow that's a lot to, that's a lot isn't it yeah would that be within the role that you're doing now and the team that you're in now or would you imagine kind of moving off the teams how would it how would it work to go abroad I would have to kind of venture a little bit further from my team but I'd want to get charted um within my team because they're so supportive and they've they've got all the resources for me to get charted um and then yeah maybe venture out a little bit further and try new things so what country have you got your eyes set on? Do you know yet? Or um, Australia's quite nice. Oh. It's time of year. <laughs> <laughs> in your team, just you know, you just mentioned that you, know, you like being in your team and you and you want to um, get a chairship within that team. How many how many people does that include? So we've got uh, 30 people in, in my team and then about 90 people in the practice. Yeah. So if there's bits in, in the chartership, like attributes that are missing, then it's quite easy to move around the practice and get experience from them for like a few months and then come back to the team. So it's quite flexible in that sense, which is quite nice. Yeah, good enough numbers. It's a bit like another community, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Brilliant. Um, Louis, what's, the favorite, what's your favourite project you've worked on so far? So my favourite project um, was, it, it was, it was developing, it sounds elaborate, but quanti a quantitative risk model um, for various sort of railway networks in the country. And the reason why it was my, has been my favourite project so far, although I started HS2 on HS2 last month, so that, that could change very quickly. Um, the reason it's been my favourite project is because I was one of the first resources that was sort of used on the job. So I had to develop a lot of technical knowledge around it very quickly. That way, when people, other resources were, you know, give put towards the job, I had the opportunity to sort of teach them how how it works, manage the resources a little bit, and that was that gave me a, an element of independence which I hadn't seen till then. Yeah. So that really allowed me to grow in my role. And uh, up until that point, I hadn't had much client interaction either. So it was daily sort of meetings with clients. I would chair workshops where there would be 
you know, multiple clients from multiple sites coming in and we try and get the, the the results we needed so that yeah again it was just a really challenging role and that's that's why I've enjoyed it so much um, and in that role I've kind of realized that uh, my my long-term future in Atkins probably would be more of a uh, in a management management role, I think. So it's allowed me to sort of consider what my future will be, and and I think it's shaped my my short term and long term objectives as a result. Is that something which you originally thought you would do, or is it by doing what you've been doing and, for example, holding these meetings, you know, being the organizer, that you now think, oh, I'm going to be a manager? You know, is would you say that's kind of shaped your future and swayed, swayed you in a way which you didn't really originally realize you would go? I, I would definitely say it would, yeah. So I had the intention of getting chartered, similar to Tavani, and then I wasn't really sure where I would go from there, whether to delve more into a technical um, competency or move further afield. But yeah, so sort of having this role as, as project manager slash leading the project in other areas, I realised, yeah, that's actually really fun. Um, I'm not half bad at it. Why not keep going? So yeah, it's definitely swayed me. Yeah. You know, it's interesting as well. How amazing this is this that you can almost have numerous careers within Atkins. You know, you can change, you can chop, you can think actually I'm gonna go this way, actually no, I'm gonna go that way. And you know, it's amazing that you know Atkins can offer that and support that and you know you've got that network that is kind of pushing you on and encouraging you to do what's best for you. So it's again it's phenomenal the the opportunities that you you've had and going to have. It's great. I think something else that came out of the Insight Day, Jess, that we did last year, you know, there was that, what you've just mentioned, but I remember a lot of the grads were saying as well that they could um, start a project and see it all the way through to the finish. And I think that's not, I don't think that's what um, a lot of companies do, you know, that you're part of a certain area of, of the project. Um, but when we were speaking to the grads um, last year, you know, they were, they were there at the, the very, you know, the very forefront of the project. And then when it went live, and that was something that was quite appealing um, to, to the, you know, the grads that we've interviewed in the past before as well. Yeah, definitely. Which kind of touched upon the, the next kind of area I wanted to, to touch on was uh, like training and development is obviously a, a massive thing that you know you've all mentioned you've all talked about but Susie I know you had some some points on that you wanted to raise about you know your experience and how your training development has gone so far. Yeah absolutely so um, Neve's already mentioned about the sort of the graduate induction um, but as part of the graduate scheme at Atkins there is um, there's a training a dedicated sort of two-day training event every year and um, which is really useful for building up soft skills and sort of growing your network as well amongst your um, fellow graduates um, but in addition to that I was also um, lucky enough to um, be selected to go onto the women's development program um, last year and um, so this is a sort of a, yeah, it's a development program for women pretty much what it says on the uh, tin and this is um, <laughs> four days of training um, and it's really aimed to sort of again develop a bit of soft skills and to build awareness of sort of how you take your career from sort of good to amazing so really going to that next level um, and that also came with um, I think it's two hours of coaching post the course as well so you sort of you set yourself objectives and then your career coach calls you up and it's like oh how are you getting on with that yeah so it keeps you accountable um, so in addition to all that sort of soft, soft training, which has been really good, um, I've also been quite lucky. We've done, done quite a lot of technical training sort of through my practice. Um, so this being things like software, um, 
soil and rock description, which might not appeal to everyone, but it's great if you're a ground engineer. Yeah. Um, and uh, also, um, with I'm going for chartership with the ICE as well. Um, so we completed the um, ICE Law and Contracts course as well as a group of us. So yeah, really, really great selection of training. It's been really positive. That's great. Yeah, I think, yeah, you, you've all kind of touched upon that support network that you've all got and, and pushing and encouraging you to go forward, which is, is just phenomenal. Um, I kind of want to round off, and I love this question because I think hindsight is a wonderful thing. So since you all have gone through this experience and we've got so many listeners, hundreds of listeners today, I wonder if you could kind of give them, um, you know, kind of some hints and tips on... You know, if you could go back and look at your younger self and, you know, that, those worries and that, the anxiety you might have about going through the process, applying for jobs, applying for a graduate programme, you know, thinking about your career. What kind of hints and tips would you give to uh, the listeners or your younger self and think, this is what I would do? Not necessarily different, but you think, actually, I was really worried then and I didn't need to be. Or, yeah, has anyone got anything that, you know, Brasina, have you got any kind of advice you'd give to our listeners or your younger self yeah younger Rosina needed to chill out a lot more um <laughs> I put myself under so much pressure just for myself in um my funny year exams which are probably this time you know four years ago um I wasn't sleeping well I had so much expectations for myself and I just put myself up into this horrible mental space of ah if I don't do well enough I won't go back mm. and really because Atkins is so you know wonderful and it, it cherishes people it's one of those things of it it's not a big deal you know like you'll get your degree and you'll come back you know we'll wait for you and I was like if I don't get good enough I won't go back they won't let me they won't like me anymore it's not it's um they're such a lovely company um so chill out um you know your stuff um just believe you can do it and try and get some better sleep <laughs> no, that's lovely that one. yeah thank you for that yeah that is good I think that's a massive thing isn't it self-doubt you know thinking that you can't do it I know when I'm on campus and I'm speaking to you all and I'm on, you know, you speak to people, oh, I'm doing a, a master's in this and I'm doing a master's in that. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like, I look up to you all in awe. I think you're all amazing. So, no, definitely self-belief is, is, a, is a very good point. Um, Tavani, what would you, what advice would you give? Um, I would tell myself to put myself out there a bit more. Um, yeah. Message people all the time. Everyone is so keen to help. Like I've said before, if there's some part of the company that you're not necessarily in, that you're interested in, just message someone that's in there. Like, and then they will tell you, they'll be so happy to tell you about their job. And if, if they've got some availability, they can show you what they're doing or you could possibly get involved. Because I've done re recently done that and I'm doing so many different bits. Um, alongside my day job and it's really useful oh wow yeah that's again isn't it fantastic that you, you've got the option you can do that you know you've yeah. got work of people where you feel comfortable and say show me what you're doing you know yeah. you know, watch, you know i don't want to get involved <laughs> yeah that's great susie go on tell me your advice don't don't worry i think that's um echoing what other people have said but more specifically, don't worry if you don't know what you want to do or if you're, if you're putting yourself under pressure to find like your perfect career or your perfect job. It's fine. Just, you know, go, go for it. You know, um, if, you know, especially at Atkins, there is sort of flexibility to move into other areas, as everyone else has said. But, you know, even if you 
sort of get a job with another company or if a company that actually wasn't your first choice you, you know you've got a flexibility to move later on um, your career is sort of I don't know 50 years 40 years long so don't don't put yourself under all this pressure to get it right for the first time Susie and Rosina, I think I should have taken your advice before this webinar. Sleep, don't worry. Everybody's <laughs> <laughs> the same thing. Oh, I should have done that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> What's your advice? Is that to Louis? Yeah. Hear me? Yep, yep. Sorry, I didn't know who you were addressing at first. Um, so I think my advice would be, uh, I think I think Susie um, sort of hit the nail on the head about not knowing. Don't even if you don't know exactly what you want to do just yet, it's, it can it can still turn out all right. I did a degree in biomedical engineering, and then I did an internship with TfL, completely unrelated to what my actual degree was. And then from there, I realised I like I want to get into transportation. I want to get into systems engineering, and then applied for Atkins and got the job. So. I kind of I was winging it for a little bit, but yeah, eventually eventually found the route that's right for me. So yeah, that's don't worry, basically. I think it's Alex. Quite experiences, doesn't it? You know, you always think it's gonna go in a straight line and it's gonna go in the right order, but you know, it's actually quite good. You know, the experiences that you've had elsewhere, you know, the experience that you gain already then makes you realise where you want to eventually be. Because mm. where you mm. think you're gonna end up now might not be where you actually end up. So no, it's, it's fantastic. Sorry, Carla, I, I put it in there. Again. No, I was going to say exactly what you just said. <laughs> the highs and the lows, it's all experience. It's all, it's all part of the journey, isn't it? Definitely, yeah. And the last thing I would say, and I've already had my slot, but um, <laughs> don't compare yourself to other people. Ah, yeah. Um, I, easier said than done. But like, I think the thing that's helped me is be inspired by other people so if something you like oh that person's really good i'll never be like that be like oh but you know use that more as inspiration yeah. rather than that's a good point All yeah right. thank you very much um so i'm, I'm just looking at the time and um, just you is it time for one more question or shall we wrap it up um i think we should i quite like to bring it back to neve in terms of um Obviously, like I know you've touched on the, the, the process for next year, but I think the key message is Atkins is recruiting. Um, so if you know if you are thinking about working for Atkins, um, obviously have a good look at the hub and obviously listen to the insights and everything we've done. But if if there's anything uh, new that you maybe want to touch upon in terms of um, yeah, like tips maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think um, I'm really lucky. I think everybody's on the same page. You know, number one, research. You know, you want a company that's going to nurture you and help you through this early stage of your career and open you up to opportunity. And with that, you know, we're multidisciplinary. We have so many different business areas we're so big but we have that local feel yeah. and we're so lucky that we can give people the exposure they need whether that's you know for all the competencies they need on their route to chartership or whether it's just developing their softer skills or developing as you know somebody in their young career so really really research um, another tip I would really give to students you know um I don't think any student will have the physical, mental or emotional capacity to apply properly for 30 companies. 
yeah. which is technically technically it's what you could do you could start all your applications it's just not going to nurture you how it needs to it's really going to wear you out so really prioritize find those three or four companies you know don't put all your eggs in one basket but find those companies that really speak to you whether it's about the culture or the projects really research them and then prioritize which ones you're going to apply for and then another really important thing and this i bring up every year this year of all i mean definitely it's something to think of just do it get that application in yeah. you know don't sit on it and think oh I have a week off over Christmas I might do it then no what, what's stopping you now you know the way our application process is developed it's not that you have to write war and peace in one weekend and you have to sequester yourself away and you you won't see the daylight and um, you know it's designed in such a way that you can dip in get each stage of it done um but so, yeah, really, really just get that application done, get it in. And I suppose my final point would be, you know, really personalize it to each job that you're applying for, each role. Um, you know, we want to hear about you. We want to know why you're choosing us. We're delighted that you are, but we want to know why. So make that application really personalized and it will just bring that application to life for us. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think there's some fantastic hints and tips there and, just just from a personal level and um, you know I, I love working with Atkins I think you're absolutely all of you are amazing I mean I've got really good relationships with everybody on the recruitment team so when Neve said at the beginning that you're going, you're going to get kind of get buddied up with with somebody in the recruitment team and they're all lovely and I've spent many a meeting with them they're, they're really funny people to be around as well and the grads that we've met either virtually you know these guys here and we've met them a couple of times now and the guys last year it's, it just seems like such a, a great company to work for and um, so you know remember the key dates Neve said about opening in October get them followed um, on Gradcracker as well to be alerted um, what you can do is re-watch this and um, this webinar will be held within the career center as well so if you want to go back and think oh what did they say and what did Neve say about you know the key points and um, and everything else so make sure you, you re-watch it make sure you do your research um, and apply to their opportunities in October and just one last point, don't forget we're holding a, a series of webinars and um, the next one will be on the 6th of August at 2 o'clock with Network Rail where me and Jess will be here again. Second one in. Woo. Um, and I'd like to th thank so much, you know, you guys for, for attending this webinar. Um, you've all been absolutely brilliant. They've done so much work before this as well. So thank you all very, very much. And to our listeners, thank you very much for listening. And we can, well, we'll hope that you'll um, listen in on these on the 6th of August as well. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, guys. See you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>